So the horror genre is no stranger to using holidays as sort of like a jumping off point for, for a movie. And I guess like the earliest one I can think of would be Halloween, but I could be wrong, but there's so many, especially in the eighties, like there's Christmas evil, there's new year's evil, there's my bloody Valentine, you know, there's like happy birthday to me. There's April fool's day. It goes on and on and on. (laughs) Um, but to my knowledge, there hasn't been one based on Black Friday. And maybe that's because Black Friday is a relatively new, I guess I, you'd call it a, ho- a holiday, but it comes right on the heel, uh, the heels of Thanksgiving. And it's, to a lot of people, even a bigger deal than Thanksgiving, you know? Sure. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, back in the day, this is, doesn't really happen anymore. I feel like Black Friday doesn't, you know, it, we've we've transitioned so much to online shopping yeah. that it's almost like Black Friday doesn't really exist i mean it's still a thing i'm cyber monday has replaced it exactly but like i remember man what like i don't know eight ten years ago my family would gear up to i've never done it personally but my 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 aunts and stuff my mom my sister they'd be like oh yeah okay we're going out to the mall at at 12 a.m i'm like oh shit fuck that (laughs) yeah a lot of people like they like we'll leave Thanksgiving early to go wait in line to go buy stuff that you can just get all year anyway for yeah. savings that really aren't that great when you think about it. It's just like mm. I went one time where like uh, some friends and I got up really early at like 4.30 and went and basically I saw people fighting each other for like HDMI cords and I was just like, mm. this sucks. So it's <laughs> it's not really my thing. I like to go in the days afterwards and kind of pick off the remaining deals but um sure. so yeah it was it was like i was like oh yeah there's never been a black friday horror movie until now and yeah. uh uh viewers listeners audience members out there we're going to be diving into black friday uh it has one of our favorite guys from evil dead bruce campbell it also mm-hmm. has devin sawa uh let me pull up this cast list here michael j white uh it's Hell got, yeah uh, yeah spawn is he's in so many other movies as well uh, Ryan Lee from Goosebumps. We got uh, Ivana Baquero from Pan's Labyrinth, as well as you know a bunch of other people. Like it's a real ensemble wasn't, uh, piece. Wasn't Ryan Lee also in um, Super Eight? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there you go. But it's like this whole ensemble piece, and it's very much in the vein of like people stuck in a situation with monsters trying to get in, like Dust Till Dawn or Feast, <laughs> right. that sort of thing. So um, I liked it. Uh, Kev, I don't think you liked it that much, right? I mean, hey, we'll get into it uh, after the after the music, after the intro. That's right? right. That's right. This is those who remain. We're gonna spoil, spoil the fuck out of this movie. out of this movie. So, this movie is about a team of disgruntled <laughs> retail store employees yep. who work at We Love Toys. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, it, it, it's about their. Uh, you know, uh, it's about their relationships. But and I think I will say. Um, if this movie did anything right, they at least tried to give most of these characters, most of these employees, like a backstory and, and like um, some substance to them. So that was good. 
Um, but anyway, so it's about their interactions and then, uh, you know, on black Friday working, you know, how much working black Friday probably sucks <laughs> dealing with these, um, ravenous, uh, retail, uh, shoppers, uh, just trying to get the best deal, um, mm-hmm. on, on the, on the latest toys for their kids or whatever. And, um, uh, a meteorite crashes, um, and turns people into, I don't know, aliens, zombies, whatever they are. Morphing alien creatures. They kind of look like chickens to me a little bit. Like they had beaks. You know what? So it reminded me of like, they reminded me partially of deadites because, um, you know, and I, it just seemed like, you know, if you put all this, pro- all these prosthetics or a mask over people, like they're, you know, people have noses and stuff. So the mask might protrude out more than, um, more than normal because you're already layering stuff on top of human anatomy as it is. Plus you add like giant chompers on these things. Right. So yeah, you're totally right. It's kind of like a chicken, almost like weird. Yeah. There's bird. a, there's a trauma movie uh, called Poultry Geist. Yeah, right. It's about uh, like a restaurant that is besieged by possessed people that also look like chickens. And that's totally what it reminded me of. I know that's a right. deep cut for everyone out there, but Google it. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you know, you get the backstory of some of these people. Um, Devin Sawa plays Ken in the movie, and he's this mm-hmm. divorced dad of two and he's got this funny line in the beginning of the movie where he's he is i i don't know if it's like his daughter is like trying to get him like she's like oh why do you have to go to work or whatever and and he almost like makes it seem like well he's like well you know dad's got to be a superhero or whatever he's you know he's got to yeah, he's like he's got like, to work like a cop or a firefighter on the holidays. Go to work on black friday he's exactly like, oh, and then he looks and over he's, at like the stepdad and he's like he's not going to work today is he right exactly yeah. and you find out he's just a retail employee and not hey, okay not that there's anything wrong with that hey my first job was at a grocery store but i will say that being a regular retail associate he's a little old to be doing this so get your act together devin come on come on man <laughs> i will say though that what i really like about the movie though is that it does like dip into that whole idea of like man people kind of like treat those people like trash not not only on black friday but just kind of all the time sure. and then, uh so i guess you could look at the movie as like a metaphor of like what happens when people kind of have had enough of uh you know you know and they kind of like revolt mm-hmm. and then also like the i guess like the alien possessed customers are like kind of a metaphor for just how people act possessed on black friday um but like i'll tell you man like for me i would have much rather have seen them do something like 28 days later where like for some reason there's like some like nerve agent out there that like made people go crazy you know and it happened on black friday and it just brings out kind of what's already there because like i felt like the whole alien thing was just a little unnecessary and just added a lot of like kind of crap to the story you know like busy work so so like i mean you you brought up some good things like you know, my first job, like I said, I was a, I worked at a grocery store. So I was like a bagger, a cart grabber, a, a stalker, um, all that fun stuff. Uh, and then I went on to, I worked at UPS for a little bit. So that had no customer interaction because I was like in the warehouse. And then I worked at a hardware store for a couple of years. Um, so that was like doing the cash register. Uh, and then I eventually got like promoted to be a yard associate. So I would like 
cut lumber for people and load their cars up or trucks with like cement and shit like that. And, and while there are a number of good customers out there, there are an e- either an equal number or more a uh, number of, of assholes out there. And I think just, and, and I'm sure just like you, you've had plenty of retail jobs as well. Yeah. Like, because both of us have done that, I, at least I know me, like I try not to be an asshole to people who are just trying to make a living, make some money, you know, do whatever they're doing. Um, with the little caveat is like, in, unless you're an asshole to me first, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like at the end of the day, work is work. Um, if you're having a bad day, don't take it out on me and I won't take it out on you unless you give it to me first. But anyway, I try and be respectable to people no matter who they are. Um, so in actually, I have a, <laughs> I have a good, a, a good story about that. This girl I was dating, not my current wife. Um, <laughs> we were at subway and we were ordering sandwiches and she, the, my, my ex girlfriend, she asked for like mayonnaise on her sandwich, whatever. And, uh, the person, you could tell that this person was new. Um, and they just kind of threw them on the line, right? Because you can always tell a new person because they're not sure of how much to put on or they're like very kind of slow about it, which is fine. Everyone's got to learn, got to get comfortable with it. Totally get it. And, uh, you know, she like didn't put enough mayonnaise on the sandwich. So any normal person would just be like, oh, can I you know, get some more? But this girl like actually got mad, like got mad at this employee and it was just trying to make a sandwich. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, it's fucking mayonnaise. So anyway. That's like a big red flag. It was for sure. So, um, you know, that's exactly why the relationship didn't work out. Uh, the mayo incident. Um, <laughs> it off. So, no, but, but, you know, like, again, like it kind of just goes back to it. And, you know, going back to this movie, like they're they're making this correlation between these retail customers who they're already setting up as before they even become infected yeah they're like almost like zombies pounding on the glass exactly which is which is yeah which is like something that's been in in zombie mills zombie movies from the very beginning um you know we can all agree that that you know the the zombie is kind of like uh just like this mindless retail consumer yeah Yeah, like essentially that's what it is like yeah so, um, so this movie, it, it plays on that, um, you know, and, 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 you know, what do you, I mean, do you think they're, I mean, because I guess it came from space, are these alien like parasitic hosts or something like that? Yeah. Or yeah, but they, didn't, I don't they know. didn't even really get into it that much. They like, didn't. No, I mean, they it didn't. Was so, but... It was so vague. And then like, you got like little blurbs on the radio, like, oh, we're, we're quartering people off and we're having like uh, places for people to go mm-hmm. that are safe. And so like, it's, it's, you know, like kind of typical like War of the Worlds, you know, like end of the world dystopian stuff, which I like. I, th- I think that stuff is pretty cool but this movie i feel like plays it in such a silly way that that doesn't really land quite the way they maybe they wanted it to i don't know well i mean it, it's a horror comedy right yeah totally it's so, like a Shaun of the dead kind of thing except exactly. except without like that sort of like samurai like precise sniper precise writing that edgar wright and simon Pegg have this movie i feel like is a little more loose well, I'm but, pretty sure, and co- correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if you know, but I'm pretty sure this is like the writer's like first stab at something. I don't know if he's done oh, much okay. else. Well, 
props for getting it made and put out there. That's awesome. But it's uh, like yeah, the, he's the, he, he's got yeah. This is literally the second thing he's wrote, written one little tiny TV episode. Yeah, so so it's essentially he's a new writer. Yeah, Bruce Campbell um, in your movie is pretty cool. But I know Bruce I mean, Campbell I, threw in a lot of ideas, especially like you know. Um, I'll throw the spoiler in just without anything. That's cool. But like Bruce Campbell uh, goes down with the ship because he's like the manager that's been there for like 27 right. years because he's really right. lonely. He's lonely. And, uh, <laughs> but I think that was his idea or maybe it was his idea to like have him say he's going to go down with the ship, but then he changes his mind and then does again at the end, you know, which that's, I thought was pretty funny. That's cool to know because, you know, I feel like uh, a lot of times, um, maybe not a lot of times, but I feel like when you have like, like big name actors you know like such as bruce campbell or like a nick cage you know because he's in a lot of like you know these weird lower budget movies um it's nice to hear stories like that because then you you can kind of be like all right this guy isn't just doing it for the money or doing it but he's doing it because he loves it and that input you know, I'm sure like people are like, hell yeah. Like, like that would yeah. be awesome if we had Bruce Campbell on a, you know, playing, even if it was, if it was a small part of a movie that we did. And he was like, you know what, guys, what if we did this? Like, that's cool. Yeah. Cause you show the show that he's invested into the totally. film and he's not just there. He's like, Sam's lines, he's going to go, you know, he gives a shit enough to be like, hey, man, how can we make this better? And exactly. like, yeah. And they're, uh, they're saying not even just about his character. But he's like, oh, what about like Devin Sawa's character? What if his, what if this happens and that helps his character pay off better? And cause he's like, like everyone needs a moment man to make him feel like they had a life before this because we right. just kind of get thrown in so like for as silly as it gets i will say that the right like the character arcs felt pretty cool like um i i actually like where some of the stuff goes and you know mm-hmm. like in like there's never any randomly brought up lines like when he's like oh i had to learn how to drive a forklift and, and I, oh, that sucks and uh his friends like well maybe that'll come in handy i was like oh he's gonna drive the forklift into that's the fucking exactly the the exactly what i fucking thought i'm like yep and there's gonna did. be a payoff of the forklift later on and not only did he um he thought he just like grazed it he fucking like david and goliath that thing and took it right. down with one shot <laughs> yeah, I, I, we're right. getting a little ahead of ourselves but yeah like, we, are, uh, we are but that is just like it's a it's a writing thing it goes back to to check off right like you bring up a gun in act one you shoot it in act three it's right. just like it's dramatically satisfying to do that and it makes people feel like yeah. they went on a whole journey so it's nothing new but like as the movie went on i was like okay they're doing this they're doing this like bing 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 you know we're going down the line we're setting up characters and right. stuff um so yeah and, and like with the ensemble cast i thought it was fun seeing people who i'm already pretty familiar with throughout the years and sure. just kind of seeing what they do here um yeah. i do i do kind of wish uh that michael j white got a little more cool stuff to do i feel like yeah. he kind of just got relegated to like hitting people and saying cool lines and i was like he, I, like i don't know i feel like they they kind of really put all their eggs in that basket with like Devin Sawa, Ryan Lee, Ivana, and I guess Bruce Campbell, and then yep. uh, who's the actor that plays like the the floor manager? I'm I'm forgetting this actor's name. Stephen oh. Stephen Peck as Brian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian gets like a lot of time in the movie too. So like, but yeah, Michael J. White uh, kind of gets killed pretty early on, and I was mm-hmm. like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, man, if this was my movie, like, how can you have Spawn in your movie 
and not have him be like more of a badass than he was in it's the, hard to say the to real you version. You yeah, know? like we were talking before, it's like they only had I think like 14 or 15 days to shoot and yeah, even right. though I think they had a few million, I could be wrong, but it's like I think you know, it's maybe, three. three okay, so maybe it's like Michael J. White's like, okay, well, I'm doing a TV show so I'm only available on like these True. two weeks or whatever and it's like this is one of the first productions to go up after uh, COVID and everything. Right. So they were saying they were being so ridiculous. Like they're like, if someone uh, like, like uh, talks in your direction, it could get on your eyeballs. Like, you know, oh, like geez. how everyone was like freaking out. So they're like wearing yeah. the face mask. They have like certain areas for certain like members of the crew and cast and stuff. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I wonder if, um, because you could totally tell that this was a pandemic movie. Um, you know, even the crowd outside of the store before they opened, there were like, what, 15 people? Yeah, they're like, keep <laughs> you know, it. I would have loved to see like a giant crowd, a right. bunch of like alien zombies coming in like they, But we didn't get that because we're in a pandemic, which I understand, don't you know? Um, and I wonder if that plays into the makeup at all. I wonder if they had like masks under these makeups or uh, masks. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe that's interesting. There's something oh. else too. Um, like uh, I, there's like a whole bunch of interviews that they just did on uh, the movie Crypt with like the director Casey Tebow, Bruce Campbell, and Ryan Lee, mm-hmm. and uh, they're talking about like uh, this is the one of the director's first like like bigger movies like where everyone's uh, part of the union and stuff because he's done a bunch of like documentaries for bands and stuff, and. Uh, like there's stuff like where like there's a scene where it's Bruce Campbell sitting at his desk and the desk light goes out and they're like, okay, let's change that light. And like, on one of our movies, like the actor would have just done it. Like Connor would have been like, hand me the light bulb and he would have done it. But, and Bruce Campbell was like, I wish I could do it, but like someone would get mad somewhere. Cause it's like a, it's a whole union thing. So they're like, dude, it took like a half hour to change a light and Bruce Campbell started getting mad. And so like the director's like, what the fuck's going on? And he's just like, that's just like one of many examples of sort of like the bigger your shoot gets, and the more like official it gets and the higher the budget gets, things just sort of get slowed down because there's like a there's like a hierarchy to how people do things on those shoots. And it's good because like, you know, the unions look out for those people, but it slows down the production and it sort of like eats up time in some instances. It does. Cause like, I mean, you take a look at any of our productions and if I need you to shoot this and because my back hurts, yeah, you're going to fucking do like, you know, you wouldn't really find that on a bigger set. Yeah, it's like, um, oh, he's not in the union. He can't hold the camera. Exactly. Yeah. You better not fucking touch that thing or you're fired. Don't look at it. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at it. You know? So that's, that's like the, uh, that's the good thing about uh, just like keeping small. it small and just these small like indie productions. It's like you know yeah. most of the time anyway, a crew member is gonna have more than one job, um, which ideally it's not great uh, because the more jobs you give someone, the less time and attention they get to give to said job. Right. Um, so ideally, you know, you want one job per person, but you know, like for us, for our shit man like how many times we we reverted but we have recently uh or we've been doing for for a little bit but like we've just been saying you know like may like whatever produced by itv films because it's i hate it i hate it when it's like 
directed by Nate Waters. <laughs> sound by, by Nate Waters. Nate Waters. Sound. And it's just like the list goes on uh, and on. It's like, oh my yeah, no. God. I think what really made that hit home with me was The Room. And I watched okay. The oh. Room and it was like <laughs> everything by Tommy Wiseau. Right. And I was like, I don't want that sort of a connotation where it's a, it just looks like you're like you're kind of showing off that you made this thing and it's like it has a weird kind of vibe to it or it's like yeah like i agree with you i'd rather just say like produced by itv or it's like yeah we all kind of just came together and made this thing you know and it's fine like you know we usually do like imdb pages for our film so like in that instance yeah break it down put every department you're in so that it goes actually on your personal imdb profile and shit like that but like Mm. i don't need a i don't need a credit list or or even a movie poster that has my name on it or your name on it a thousand fucking times because we've both done everything it's stupid man it's redundant it's like it's so stupid yeah so or 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 if you're gonna put your name (laughs) if you're or hold on if you're gonna do if you're not gonna do like a you know produce blah 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 by atv put your your main role your highest role so if you directed it put you directed and then you know it's like i don't know i see that shit all the time where it's just like yeah Oh, here's this. There's Johnny over here. He fucking <laughs> telling you the room. The room, yeah, absolutely just ruined it for me. Yeah, right. And I was even uh, something I didn't even think about. It. I was just like, oh yeah. Well, I mean, I just wanted yeah. to give you know. But yeah, like you just totally yeah. realize you're like, eh. yeah, eh. for sure. So anyway, uh, uh, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um. Oh, go ahead. No, go yeah, go ahead. Uh, you know, you. I, it's. I think it might be clear maybe now that you were a little bit bigger fan of this film than i am so yeah i mean not and not even so much like the alien stuff though like i thought all that stuff was you know like we talked about before is it's kind of like a little lacking yeah and it's like the effects were were cool and yeah you know but like it just felt like and, and they even talk about this like when they were shooting the movie like that's the stuff that got cut was the effects days Right. And it's like that sucks because like I, I would have loved to see what it would have been had that stuff been a little more realized. Um, or like we were saying, like they had gone like a 28 days later route where it was just like something that just enhanced rage. Like there's that movie Mayhem where it's like a rage right. virus gets released in an office building right. and people go fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Like something yeah. like something like that. But like um just the whole alien thing, I felt like just kind of made it go off into a whole wacky direction that I feel uh I feel like just took away from what they had going on with the characters at the store and especially mm-hmm. at the end because like that giant godzilla monster like right. i was just like get out of here i don't even like at that point i kind of checked out yeah um, up until the end which, credits which is a shame because you know a lot of this was like you know practical effects for the most you know like yeah and except obviously the giant fucking monster at the end which was just kind of crazy um but they got uh Robert Kurtzman who did like Walking Dead and shit, I'm pretty sure. Um and which is really funny. I don't know if you've noticed if you noticed, but they spelled his name wrong in the credits. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Robert Kurtzman. <laughs> oh yeah, they shit. forgot a letter. So it's like, come on, guys, get your shit together. But Some anyway. Proofread that. You would think, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so like I, I'm with you, man. Like, as you get further and further into the movie, like you, you just you, it loses everything. And and I'm personally like, I am not a fan of like, and th- it's not this movie didn't exactly have that, but like 
long drawn out like battle scenes and kind of stuff like that i just fall asleep for i think it's the most boring shit i've ever seen well for me it's like like, that it's the whole stuff of like okay we have to get out behind the store and then jump into the truck and then we get through the door and then start up the truck before they hear us and then you'll distract and it just it's like oh i've seen this so many times (laughs) yeah and done better you know and like it just makes you think of how cool that scene is and and dust till dawn where they find all the shit the vampires have been stealing from the 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 truckers and they use it against them you know like just like it's just been done better and like i'm not trying to like shit on the movie that much because i did think it was fun at times and i had a pretty good time with it but like yeah it's just like i feel like if you're gonna do stuff that's been done before try to put a really unique spin on it and like i do i do appreciate like having like bruce campbell say the line like they like they're never dead or whatever i was like okay yeah but even that it's like outside like that's not i feel like quite enough to make it stand out because it's just like it's it was just very familiar yeah i mean it it almost seemed like they were trying to make this like you know one of those kind of campy cult classic films like you know that everyone's gonna watch it every black friday but it just it didn't it didn't knock uh, it didn't like check off those those little uh bullet points for me so yeah um, I mean, it's cool that it tried to at least do something in that space of like it's kind of a movie but like you know between thanksgiving and christmas you know but right. yeah it just didn't quite do enough to stand apart from the crowd because there's just so many of those i, I just call them people being besieged by monsters movies <laughs> right. i don't know what else to call right. them yeah it's um yeah i don't know um i i feel like you said i think i think there there could have been a lot of opportunities to like do something a little bit different and and instead you got like a kind of safe like generic by the book yeah. uh kind of zombie you know infected film yeah and like there, there are moments you know especially like when bruce campbell's had enough at the end and he's like i'm tired of putting on the fake smiles and doing this and doing that and like it's like i wish they would have used this movie to really explore you know like fucking people that have to work those kinds of jobs people that that don't get to stay at home and and be with their families on holidays you know and like they do a bit but i feel like it kind of gets sidetracked by all the like ooh, aliens you know yeah, and like right. it, would, it would just been so much more interesting to have a, a threat that tied it in sort of to the real world a little bit more because i felt yeah mm-hmm. like to me it just kind of that's what took me out of it but i do see what they were going for like using the aliens as like a hive mind for consumerism and sort of how we all act but i don't know like yeah we kind of said the it other th- the other thing was this movie took place in a toy store and they like really didn't utilize that at all. Like I would have loved them to grab a fucking, you know, I don't know, like a toy sword off the fucking shelf and whack a zombie with it or whatever. Like, you know, like you have so many uh, uh, like things that you could have done with that. And I feel like that was just a lost opportunity as well. It's just like, like, ah, we're just in this space, you know, it doesn't really matter if it's a game store or a fucking department store or whatever the fuck it is. doesn't really matter. It's just whatever. <laughs> yeah, like he knocks a, a ball thing on someone. Devin right, Sawa yeah. roller skates. A fire gets started with the teddy bear. But like other yeah. than that, it's, like I would have liked to see yeah, some more stuff where like someone grabbed like a gun thinking it was a real gun, but <laughs> it was like, like a, it was like a cap gun or something. And then they got right. Eaten. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, just like a, <laughs> right. a little more clever set 
moment like set pieces with the fact that it's in a toy store because right yeah like going back to dust till dawn that movie is action-packed with cool shit that happens to play into the fact that it's in a bar like you got like the billiards table killing you got them hiding behind the bar you got the whole thing with the yeah. storage like it just goes on and on right so they, like they could have taken some more pages from a book like that you know mm-hmm. i think you're totally right yeah so should we should we rate this yeah this bad boy? let's 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 rate it man um i'll go first okay uh yeah i i I didn't love it man um i i appreciate all the actors that they got for this film um you know i love most of them so no you know i i love you guys you know if you listen to this which you won't so that's okay um but but if you do somehow i love you guys um (laughs) but this one just didn't hit home for me man um like throughout the movie i found myself like on my phone like looking at something else or like i almost like actually fell asleep during this film for like a second so like it was just like man i i don't know it was just more of the same shit that we've seen like i want to see something new and wacky and weird and and i didn't get that um so you know this one i'm gonna i'm gonna rate pretty low i'm gonna give it like a 2.4 out of 10 uh whatever the fucking store is called we love toys <laughs> i always look forward to what you're gonna come up with out of what we're rating it out of yeah, i'm like i didn't even know this yeah, time I, forgot. I was gonna call it toys r us yeah right. right well yeah man like i i thought it was all right like it, yeah. it, it had a lot of potential not that every movie has to be like some thematic discourse on ideas or whatever but like just a little a little bit more as far as playing into the the theme of the retail workers because it's like if we're gonna hang out with those people let's really kind of like key that up so you know it was fun getting all these people that i would consider like kind of staples in the genre like you know you got you got idle hands spawn and uh ophelia from pan's labyrinth and ash all in one movie so that's pretty cool but um yeah just kind of left me wanting more so i'm gonna give it a uh six out of ten we love toys all right yeah not bad it's a pretty good rating yeah Yeah, um you know i don't know maybe we'll get around to doing a zombie film and maybe we'll we'll come up with something interesting maybe we'll center it around a holiday (laughs) yeah right we gotta figure one out that hasn't been like done to death exactly we have to find a holiday that no one's done a horror movie on um if there is one i don't know but we can we'll go into the archives <laughs> oh man so if you guys are still hanging out that's awesome uh you know this movie may have not been the greatest but we hope you uh didn't get bored to death by it uh so we appreciate that don't forget you can check out all of our films at into the void come back next week give us a like add us to your podcast playlist share us with your favorite people stay spooky out there my friends this has been those who remain